Thank you, Kelly Robinson. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our program on this chilly Saturday morning across Texas. It's been uh, it's been cold this week where I've been and where most of you are. I hope it's a, a great week for you. Been a good week, and I hope we have a chance to visit today. That would be wonderful. Uh, I am still logging into my laptop to get my call screen up. Uh, this is, you know, if you're a tenured garden broadcaster, you should. You should be a little more organized, but uh, the office where I broadcast, which is my weekday office, um, had no air conditioning heating this week at all. I spent the whole week replacing it, and uh, so everything's been torn up, and it just put everything into a tailspin. So let me see. Here is my call screen, and I'm ready. We're ready to go. Phone number 888 256 1080. Jared Taylor has already proven that he is in place. He was there waiting, so he did his part right. I'm the one who got here a little bit late, and we're ready to talk about the plants at your place. I hope you'll pick up the phone and give us a call. Uh, one thing I did note when I checked early this morning, uh, uh, this is not good news. A couple of our uh, big affiliates are going to be carrying football games at this hour. So you should have, if you're hearing this, you should have a really good chance of getting through on the phone lines. Like, come on, help me. I need some calls. 888-256-1080. Football season is, is my nemesis because there are times that it's just really hard to get calls. Uh, it, it goes up and down. You know, it's better than preemptions. Uh, which I face on some other broadcasts that I do. Uh, football completely takes those over, but uh, in this case, it just kind of thins out the the uh, calling herd. I'd love to hear from you. 888-256-1080. We can talk about greenhouses. Uh, I've been restoring a greenhouse, an old greenhouse that I have, that finally needed to have some, some major renovations done to it. It's served me very, very well. Uh, but uh, this was the year I needed to bite the bullet and replace the side walls of the greenhouse and um, some other major investments. And so I got that done. It's almost finished. It, the, the, the old parts are still there. They're doing their job. But uh, it will be a whole lot better when one end wall is, is finished. Um, but it's it's warm. It's doing its job. So anyway, that's something we can talk about if you'd like. Um I bought an old, uh, it was it was not very old at the time, Preston Road was being expanded, and it was a foliage plant leasing greenhouse that I bought and uh, had moved, and I've had it 36 years now, so now it is old. And uh, so, anyway, uh, we can talk about your landscape, we can talk about next spring's vegetable garden, or what happened to this year's vegetable garden, or flowers, or whatever you'd like. And uh, poinsettias, they're just about to come into prime right now. It's a, a fascinating crop, Christmas cacti. Whatever's on your mind, let me have a chance to help you. We have George and Corpus Christi, our first call up today. Nice to know that Corpus Christi is is uh, uh, live with us today. We broadcast from Corpus Christi uh, to Amarillo, Alpine, to Crockett, and lots of places in between. Uh, so uh, I, I hope you'll call. Let me give you the number one more time, and then we'll get the uh, program underway. The phone number for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, live here on the Saturday before Thanksgiving. I'll be live next week. Jared, I, I haven't asked him yet if he's going to be uh, doing the program next week, but I certainly will be. 
All right. He says, yeah, you'd be here. All right. Hooray. So we'll both be here uh, next Saturday live, and we're live today, 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Call now, please, 888-256-1080. Calls are graciously appreciated. Niels Frey's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I have a holiday special offer for you. The first book comes at regular price so that you can get a copy for yourself. The second and third books that you can give as gifts are only $33.95. First book is $38.95. Second and third books, you save $5 each. They are a bargain at the regular price of $38.95, but when you can save and, and give them as Christmas gifts, that's a really special opportunity for you. This book has 344 pages and 840 of my photographs. You've heard me say that a time or two. It's a hardback, and I had it printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions. This is the sixth printing, in fact, and uh, it has been very successful, and I'm very grateful for that. We're in a season of Thanksgiving, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, it's the first book I've ever self-published, and when you do that, you hire your editor, you hire your graphic designer. Uh, that would be Carolyn Skye and, and Cindy Smith uh, in that uh, 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 order, and um, they are ladies with whom I had worked a long time and knew very well and just highly skilled in their in their crafts. And the three of us did the book and uh, didn't involve a publishing house, didn't involve distributors. I decided I would sell it myself, not to make every last penny that could be squeezed out of it, quite frankly, uh, so I could squeeze all the cost out of it for you. There's no distributor involved. There's no publishing house involved. There's no Amazon involved or retail store involved. It comes directly from from my house, uh, my garage. That's where I have them stored and where uh, Zeus the dog and I sign. I'll be signing tomorrow night and Monday, and I'll take them to the post office like I do every Tuesday uh, and then take them in the back door of the loading area right to the uh, McKinney Post Office, and they are sent directly to you at that point. Every book goes outside, has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is Basics of Gardening in Texas, Things You Need to Know to Get Started or Be Successful. Chapter 2 is unique. It's never been in a book I've done before. It's a 48-page calendar, not a wall calendar. This is a calendar that is perpetual, four uh, pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants, everything you need to know that has anything to do with timing. And then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All that information on uh, high-quality paper and sent directly to you. It's a book that would be used by your friends, the recipients, for many years and they'll think of you every time. So here's how you get it. Remember the first book at regular price, $38.95. Second and third book shipped to the same address, only $33.95. Save $5 per book. And by shipping together, you also save on the postage. I sign every copy as it sells. Order from my website, neilsperry.com, or you can call my office Monday through Wednesday morning uh, this week. And uh, that's another way you can do it if you prefer. 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 
There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America, but let me tell you about something that's been made in America for almost a century now, more than 90 years. That's Mueller Metal Roofing and Mueller Steel Buildings, made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. You heard me say that my book was printed in Texas, not overseas. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or greenhouse for the backyard, the name Mueller on a product means that you're getting quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product that's been made right here in America. Uh, 90 years of making customers' dreams come true means that they're doing it right. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. These are great buildings and great products. Mueller Inc., Mueller Made in America, and made to last. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. Pay attention to that phone number, will you please? I really would like to see a couple more lines occupied right now. And uh, I've done this, I tell you this each week. I have uh, done this program now for, uh, for 35 years. I'm not sure, of all the things I do, this is the one that I'm not sure uh, exactly when this format began because it was a recorded program for a while and then it, it kind of morphed into this live program. Um, but 35 or longer, and uh, I always, so I, so I know the, the way it operates in the fall, and uh, if, if ever there is a shortage of calls, it's right about now. Give a call now, won't you please? The next uh, two or three weeks are the ones that are the hardest to fill, and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Listeners are there, I know that. Uh, It doesn't help that there are some stations carrying football games, but the listeners are there. But the calls, just people are doing other things. I get that. Thanksgiving, driving, other things. 888-256-1080. George is in Corpus Christi, and he has been gracious enough to call first thing this morning. How can I help you, George? Good morning, Mr. Neal. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for calling. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, well, I, I think everybody's trying to stay warm. But uh, anyways, I just want to thank you for everything you've done, the book, the newsletter, and uh, my garden and my flowers have never been so good since uh, I've been speaking to you and listening to you. So thank you for that. That's, good. that's a big, that's thank big you. time. Thank you. And I don't want to forget, but happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I've got a quick question. I've got some teddy bear sunflowers, and it's kind of cold, and it's been cloudy for a week and a half almost in Corpus, uh, and they're about to open. They're, I, I shouldn't cover them. I just let them do what they got to do. Yes, they'll, I mean, they'll the be 50s. fine. What is your what is your expected uh, low the next few night, nights? Uh, about 48, 47. They'll be absolutely fine. Oh, yeah, really? Even without the, the sun? They, well, they, they they're growing slower. It seems. Yeah, they'll be they'll yeah. be fine. They have uh, cloudy weather where they're more commonly grown uh, in other parts of America. Oh, and really? Other seasons. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they're good with that. They'll be fine. 
because they've got like heads, and some of them have three heads on these. So they're the yes. smallest sunflower, but I was just wondering. No, they'll they'll that. they'll be fine. They uh, there are so many fun sunflowers. Traditionally, they will bloom in longer days. In other words, uh, the, oh, really? the long days of the summertime. Yes, sir. Um, oh, okay. And and so next time you plant them, I'd I'd plant them in uh, uh, in Corpus. I'd plant them in probably March, early March, and and let them yeah, come and on. Yeah, just keep and, rotating them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, but they'll do well for yeah. you. They're beautiful. Hey, thank you very much for a great season and uh, two seasons actually with vegetables, but. Uh, thanks, and uh, you and uh, your spouse have a great uh, Thanksgiving and everybody else. We're going to going to have family with us, and that's going to be fun. I hope you get to do the same, and uh, hope you get no freezes this winter. That would be nice. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank have you very a good much. One. Thanks for the call. Take care, George. Bye-bye. Uh, the uh, South Texas area is is really special, and if you ever have a chance to go to the the uh, the warmer side of Corpus Christi and on down to the Rio Grande Valley and take a look at what it is to if unless you've been in Florida or California of course or, or southern Arizona they have their own tropical climates as well but it's just first time I ever went to a subtropical climate it was it was just uh, really uh, eye opening to me to to see plants that that I had always grown as as foliage plants house plants of course then we have a great winter that comes through and and they live like the rest of us, and they have stuff frozen too. But uh, anyway, that's a lovely part of Texas. Let me uh, give you the phone number again. We're going to take a break, and hopefully on the other side of the break, we'll have uh, full phone lines. Please give a call, 888-256-1080, 888-256-1080. Call now, if you will, please. Uh, we broadcast, like I say, to Alpine and to uh, uh, Amarillo and to uh, several stations in the uh, central Texas area, several stations in east Texas along the Red River and uh, just all over the state in south Texas, normally to Bryan College Station, but our station there is carrying the Aggie game uh, right now as we speak, so won't uh, won't have any Bryan College Station callers unless they just happen to to uh, remember the number and, and want to call. Hope they will. 888-256-1080. Give a call, if you will, please. So, uh, Niels Ferry's eGardens is my electronic newsletter. You may have heard George refer to it. I spend a lot of my work week working on eGardens. It is free to you, but I spend at least a day or sometime most weeks, probably a day and a half to two days, working on eGardens. I worked all day yesterday doing next week's issue of it because it comes out on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Well, we're not going to send it out on Thursday next week. It's Thanksgiving. Who would want to get an electronic newsletter on Thanksgiving Day? What a waste that would be. So we're going to send it out a couple days early. And I, I spent all day, a long day at the computer working. I could hardly walk and lift my arms last night. <laughs> it was just a long day. But I love doing it. And, and the reason is I've always enjoyed writing and uh, working for a garden section. Uh, actually, I write for 12 newspapers across the state, and I like that very much. Well, this is like an old-fashioned garden section written for your part of the world for Texas. Uh, we have five stories each week. One of them is a featured plant of the week. One of them is a, um, uh, a, a gardening this weekend where I point out things you need to get done in that weekend. 
that are time and weather sensitive. And uh, then we have the greatly expanded Q&A section. And uh, that's what I was doing yesterday, was answering a bunch of questions that came in Thursday night after eGardens went out. If you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe to it, but it is free and always will be. There is no paid version of it. It's always free. Um, and I will never spam you. You're never going to get anything that you say, I'll bet I got that because I subscribed to Neil's eGardens. You'll never get anything because of that. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody, not even not-for-profits. Nobody gets you my email list. Uh, it's with constant contact, and, and they can tell you I have never asked for it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so anyway, that's what, what you get. You can see what it looks like by going to neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book, that, but instead of going to the store to buy the book, you go to the eGardens tab and take a look. You can see the most recent issue, and you also sign up at the same place. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly, very much. One of the questions I am asked very often has to do with um, mulching of leaves back into the lawn. Now, if you've listened to this program very long, you've heard me uh, mention that uh, I'm going to go ahead and answer it because uh, this has been asked of me by people that I thought were listening or would have read it. Uh, it's come up three or four times in my life in the last week, uh, just in the outside world. And I thought, yeah, I thought you were would have heard that. Uh, so anyway, here, here is how it goes. Um, I, I know that the organic matter that we have in the tree leaves is very valuable. You tell us not to send those leaves to the landfill. You urge us to put them into the compost pile to use them as a mulch uh, beneath our uh, uh, shrubs and in our perennial gardens. Uh, could we not be just as well served by mulching them back into the lawn? And the problem with that, the answer is yes, in theory, that would work great. The problem is that there's about a three-week period, and we're in that period right now. Uh, there's about a three-week period where there's just too much, too much of a good thing. And um, so that's why you need to, t in my opinion, in an average lawn. Now, there are lawns where you have, let me pick a tree with tiny leaves, mesquite trees, even cedar elms. Um, uh, Parkinsonia, Rotama in South Texas. It, it, trees that have little tiny leaves, eh, mulch, mulch away. Go <laughs> knock yourself out. That's fine. Those leaves aren't going to hurt anything. But when you're talking about oak leaves, big uh, red oak or burr oak leaves or pecan leaves, and you have this mass of leaves that's ankle deep when you walk through the, it looks like buffalo after a snowfall when you walk through your lawn, that's too much organic matter to try to grind back into the lawn all at one time. It's just a lot. And that's my opinion. Uh, right or wrong, that's how I've always handled the leaves on my lawn. I put them off to the side. I run them through the mower and grind them and then put them into a compost pile. Uh, compost piles can take all forms. It can be a, a very formal bin where you manage it very perfectly by turning it with a, a shovel or, or pitchfork, spading fork. Or it can be, uh, in, in my case, we live in the country and we just have a, a, a low area that doesn't 
water doesn't run through it particularly. It's not anything where stuff would get picked up and eroded away. And I just put the leaves there. It's out of sight. It's not a part of our landscape. And I blow the leaves to that spot. And those that I can't blow that far, I'll put on a big tarp and uh, a drop cloth and, and carry there. They don't weigh anything when I pick them up. So anyway, but that's that's to the point that they get shredded and then put into a compost pile and allowed to decay. And then they make a wonderful uh, addendum to the, the soil once they have decayed. But for the three weeks when you have the biggest batch of leaves or, or two weeks or whatever, it's better not to try to mulch all of that back in. Now, when you're just having some leaf drop during the late summer, early fall, or a few leaves during the winter, and you're just tidying things up, absolutely you can mulch those back in. But for the biggest part of it, it's better not to. Um, how often should you water your lawn during the winter? That is another question that came up this week on my in my electronic newsletter. Uh, the person was wondering about leaving the system in the manual mode or just turning it off entirely. I like to leave my, my automatic system in the manual mode. I think he was concerned about uh, freezing of uh, uh, the uh, heads and, and things. Your, your sprinkler system, if you have an automatic sprinkler system, should be deep enough in the ground that anything that is under pressure, where there's water waiting to be delivered, is far enough down it won't freeze. If you didn't get it installed that way, then you may have a problem. If the valves are in the freeze line, uh, for example, in, in the panhandle, then you may have a problem. But generally, a sprinkler system is far enough down that uh, the only thing that's above the freeze line will be the, the heads that drain immediately after the system shuts off. It, it, it runs, it irrigates, and it shuts off, and the water drains out right away. And uh, you have a freeze sensor on it so that it won't run when it's below 40 degrees or whatever. So I don't feel any need to to uh, turn my system off completely, although for many years I did, but I now have a smart controller. It cost me, I think, $300 to have that installed. And, boy, that has saved so much money in, in the summertime by irrigating uh, more accurately. So, uh, anyway, that's a, that's another uh, uh, thought uh, just uh, don't don't let it run when it's going to freeze uh, don't worry about uh, any damage freezing weather would do to a system that is turned off um, the the place that I've had more damage done is where I have forgot to take hose end sprinklers the kind you put on the end of a garden hose I forget to take those in and those do freeze they have places that trap water and they will expand and rupture and then you have a real problem. I have even had uh, my water wands, you know, that go on the end of the hose and you put a water breaker on the end of them. I've had those rupture. They just break, crack the length of them from freezing water inside. So there are lots of ways you can mess stuff up. And I have figured most of them, I believe. So uh, anyway, hopefully that'll give you a little bit of guidance. But you do need to water during the winter. If it's gone a couple of weeks without any uh, rainfall and you haven't run any sprinklers on your lawn, you probably need to think about watering just to keep just to keep down the fire hazard if it has turned brown on you, uh, for example, and to keep the grass healthy and vigorous every two or three weeks, uh, depending on if you're in water curtailments. Obviously, you don't want to violate those. So 
All right, we'll come back and, and answer some questions and do some other things. Give me a call if you'd like at 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. 888-256-1080. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening. This is uh, the uh, Christmas special offer that I mentioned to you. If you buy the first book at regular price of thirty-eight ninety-five, you will have a book that will serve you very, very well. I guarantee your satisfaction with the book, or I'll refund every penny. I've sold more than 75,000 copies, and I have not, never had a request for a refund. It's in the sixth printing, and uh, never had a request for a refund. It'll happen someday, and, and I understand that. I'm amazed it hasn't happened yet, but there you are. Um, uh, and and so you buy the first one at thirty-eight ninety-five. The second and third books, shipped to the same address at the same time, are just thirty-three ninety-five. It makes a great Christmas gift or a housewarming gift, or maybe just buy it and have it on hand if if uh, you uh, don't know exactly who you want to have uh, the recipient be, then just. You know, I sign every copy with my name, and so that doesn't hurt it any. You have it and ready to give. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It is a hardback. Um, when I had to make the decision of who will print this book, we went out for bids, and uh, there were a couple that were pretty close together, and, and one of them was China, and one of them was, was Texas. I said, well, there is a no-brainer. I don't want my book to say printed in China. I, not when it says Lone Star Gardening on the cover. And uh, lo and behold, it was printed in San Antonio, about 10 miles from the Alamo. I was born in San Antonio. I mean, this was this was destined to happen. So I said, that's it. That's what we want. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening. It's just thirty eight ninety five for the first copy, second and third to the same address, thirty three ninety five. It would make a wonderful gift for somebody on your list, so I hope you'll consider that. There are two ways you can order it because it is not in stores and not on Amazon. If it had been, it would have been about twenty dollars more. That's the reason I chose not to do it. Um, and uh, the ways you can buy it are go to my website or call my office. The office phone number next week, Monday through Wednesday at noon, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. And the uh, website uh, that you can order from right now, right now, is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. More after these messages. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. 888-256-1080. We are uh, live always and uh, almost always. There have been a couple times I've used a best of program. I think once when uh, somebody graduated, can't remember, but. I think our grandson graduated on a on a Saturday, but anyway, give a call eight 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 two five six ten eighty. People are anxious to transplant things, and I get a lot of questions. I actually get them all year long. Can I transplant this or that yet? Now is this the best time? You know, for example, they'll say, "Is this the best time to transplant my?" Let me pick something that's really delicate. Um, hydrangeas, and they're asking on the 4th of July. No, no, don't do that. 
Um, and uh, the the truth of it is that if you have woody plants that need to be moved, either the freeway is coming through or uh, or you, you want to add a room to your house or you're changing the look of a, a landscape bed, whatever, and you just, or maybe you planted the thing in the wrong place, and it's, you can tell already it's going to be too big. Uh, the time to transplant woody plants is during the winter when they're dormant. Just remember that uh, transplanting is done when something is dormant. That's when it's using its roots to the least, when you'll set it back the least, when it will be challenged the least. Um, and, and so you need to wait until that plant has been exposed to at least one hard freeze in the, in the high twenties. Um, to my friend George in Corpus Christi, good luck. You know, you may not be exposed to one hard freeze. So you, then you go to the next best, which is still to do it in, in January, early February while the plants are dormant and, and probably January, not, not early February because things really start growing and, in South Texas in, in February. So, but Christmas on through the, the four weeks of January, that would be the target time for transplanting woody plants. Um, so the question was asked of me recently about figs and uh, Texas sage, and it was uh, in relation to plants that are in North Texas near the Red River. And I would wait on both of those until late in the winter because they are both very tender to to cold. And transplanting weakens a plant, and you don't want to add any more weakening when you might have a cold spell. You know, our worst cold spells recently have come in February. So I would wait as long as you can in the winter and then transplant late in the winter. Uh, If you have a plant that is sensitive to cold, if it's a tough-as-nails juniper or holly or something, any time during the winter, but winter dormant season is time to transplant. That's why fruit trees are sold during the winter when they're dug and sold bare-rooted. That's why you want to dig any established uh, woody plant, native plant, like uh, uh, oaks out of the out of the forest or uh, eastern red cedar, junipers, if you want to transplant one of those. That needs to be done while they're dormant in the winter time. So... That's uh, that's a, a question that comes up very often, and maybe that will be of help to you. Hold as much of the soil around the plant as you can as you do the digging. Uh, you want to disturb the roots as little as possible. And I still, uh, there are people who will argue with this a little bit, but I have a, I have a lifetime of experience of uh, pruning plants back uh, by uh, 30 to 40 percent or thinning them out by that amount to compensate for roots that are lost during the digging. I think that's, uh, I think that's very wise to do that. All right, that's uh, something that I think is important information. If you'd like to call, it's 888-256-1080. Last time I'll give the number today, 888-256-1080. For the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour, live on this uh, last Saturday before Thanksgiving. My website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. As I've said a few times, I never used to worry about how you spelled my name. didn't matter that much to me, but it does matter now because I'm not going to buy all the possible uh, URLs that would cover all the misspellings. So Neil is N-E-I-L, alphabetic order on the vowels there. And then Sperry is like Sperry Topsiders or uh, Sperry Rand or any of the, the wealthy side of the Sperry name. I'm not. I'm the guy 
doing radio. <laughs> so it's neilsperry.com. And uh, if you go there, you will find the offer on my book, uh, the Christmas offer at my website, uh, where you buy the first one at regular price, thirty-eight ninety-five, and the second and third books are yours at thirty-three ninety-five, shipped to the same address. And satisfaction guaranteed. So that's on the website. That's also where you go to sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. You can see the most recent issue of it at neilsperry.com. You also go to my website to see my 1,001 Frequently Asked Questions, which is now 1,030 Frequently Asked Questions. I didn't count them. I just know I've added about 30 more. I'll let you count them. If I'm wrong, you tell me how many are there. I'll trust you. Um, and you'll find archived information at my website about rose, rosette virus, about crepe myrtle bark scale, and, and several other things. So I think you'll find, and St. Augustine Diagnostics. I just leave that archived on the homepage. So many questions. All of that and so much more at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company will stand behind their product after the sale. These are things that set Mueller apart. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. So call Mueller at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. MuellerInc.com. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you a lot. Let's uh, go back to our phone lines now. We have Terry in Corpus Christi. Terry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. I had a question. When I moved here to Corpus 26 years ago, I 
off the side of the road, I bought a uh, a lime tree and planted it. And uh, when it started making fruit, one crop would be limes, and then the next crop would be lemons. And it went like that for 26 years until wow. the freeze killed it. Oh, bummer. And uh, But I was wondering about splicing or having a, a nursery do it for me. Is, I mean, should I do it now since it's cold, like you were saying, or in the springtime, or, or is there a chance, or and is there a, should I look at the thickness of the trunks or stems, whatever you want to call it? Well, let me let me tell you, first of all, I have never lived in the Gulf Coast area. So, and that's where, that's where lemons and limes are grown. So I don't have firsthand experience. I'd rather, yes, I'd rather admit that, Terry, than have you, I understand that. than sure. have you listen to me for 15 seconds and think to yourself, <laughs> he doesn't know a darn thing. <laughs> so yeah, well. I'm just going to tell you that up front. But let me, let me also ask you a question about the tree that you lost. Did it have the lemons on one half of it and then the limes on the other half of the tree? Same tree? No, sir. It was uh, the entire tree was either limes or lemons. And every once in a while, I I would see one or, or pick one that the lime itself would be half yellow and half green. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was, it was the greatest tree in the world. Yeah, that you know? one is odd. I'm going to refer you to the Extension Service, and they have a lot of wonderful information written some of it's uh, not even brand new, but that tree wasn't brand new either. Some of it was written by yes, Dr. Julian Sauls, a friend of mine down in the valley in Westlaco uh, in the late 90s. And then there is more current information also uh, on, on okay. citrus uh, from Texas A&M, from Aggie Horticulture. Let me see if I can get to, uh, hang on just a second, I can open that up and get you a... a uh... okay, they I have... know we're there. They have, a, they have a they have a fact sheet that is well I don't see the uh, it's written by Julian also if you'll look up uh, Julian Sauls S A U L S uh, and um, then look up Citrus you will find fact sheets at Texas A M that he has written and and these are lengthy things they will tell you I I have never heard of a fruit tree of any kind. Uh, Going back and forth, it sounds like a chimera where you have half and half on the same fruit. What, yes, I, would, but, what I would, that's a that's a very strange set of circumstances. What I would recommend to you, Terry, would be that you plant one of each, uh, right, feet apart. That's, not, that's not what I was wondering it. about. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to have easier. to purchase, you know, one of each. Yeah, so. I would I would recommend that you plant two separate trees, uh, twenty feet apart. And just let them do your thing for you. Uh, yes, lemons, lemons uh, traditionally are more cold tolerant than limes are, and so that's that's something you might want to remember. So put your lime in in the in a in a more protected location. Um, I would work with a local independent retail garden center, not a sure. not one of the big box stores. The big right. box stores that's- will sell things that they have brought uh, from. 
their buyer buys from they can't bring them from out of state in the case of citrus but they will buy things that they don't they, they know less than i do i think sometimes <laughs> about what they're yes, buying sir, I understand that. but there's, the independent garden centers uh will will certainly have what you yeah you know, there's a fantastic one here turner's is turner's outstanding has, turner's has always for all of my career been outstanding yeah, yeah i agree with you yeah. well i sure do appreciate your information and you know i i was just you know didn't wonder yeah, that's fabulous so i'd go okay, see the turners and let much. them help you they're a nice wonderful family historic family in the nursery industry yes sir yes, thank sir. you very much have a great one thanks for the call happy thanksgiving all right and uh yeah, I see that. Thank you very much, Jared. He's giving me a time check because my two clocks are not agreeing now. So apparently it was not just the AC heating that went out at the office here. It was also my clock. So it's a good week all over. Folks, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that you remember to be thankful and be uh, grateful for uh, the things in your life. There is a reading that I like very much in the language of letting go. I believe it's the August 2nd reading, and it is called Gratitude. Say thank you uh, often enough until you really mean it. And uh, Melody Beattie has uh, has written some wonderful things, but that is one of the best. And uh, so uh, we have so much to be grateful for. We all have our challenges uh, in our families, in our lives just in being Americans right now, but we have so much to be grateful for, especially as being Americans. So have a, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and, uh, and we'll be back. Jared and I are going to be back here right same place, same station, and a few more stations maybe next Saturday, same time. So thank you so much for listening, and uh, until then, happy gardening.